Abby Clark, I am so excited to welcome you to the Hitting Rock Metal podcast. Thank you for taking your time to join us. You guys, Maddie is the director of accounts for a 3PL. I feel so, so important getting to use those those, um, acronyms. In case you were not aware, I was not. These lovely individuals that I'm telling you about today have taught me so much about third-party logistics, and I know you're going to learn a ton from them on this episode, as well from the great people at Nice Commerce. So thanks for being here, Maddie. Yeah, thanks so much for having me and us, everybody at Nice. So tell me just a little bit, I always love to kick us off by hearing a little about the background of Nice Commerce, how you came to be as a company, and then, um, you know, tell us what your specialty is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So we started uh, a few years ago, um, our founders our store owners themselves have their own e-commerce businesses um, or they were consulting. Um, so they're really subject matter experts in the space. Um, and they were working with 3PLs either themselves um, or their clients were, and they saw a need um, for efficient fulfillment um, historically or kind of a couple years ago, you know, third-party logistics was kind of this unknown space and um, you know, you couldn't optimize for uh, throw-ins or other collateral. So um, they saw a need and then they um, started Nice Commerce. So um, we're a couple years old, but um, founded with subject matter experts and really great folks that work here. I love that. So explain to me a little bit for those who are new in this industry. You already, whether you realize it or not, have language that is utilized in your world a lot that we do not know. So yeah. what does it mean to have efficient fulfillment? Yeah, great question. Um, so I know a lot of folks focus in on time, right? Like they want the customer to be serviced in a timely manner. So that's number one. Um, and then also, you know, making sure that we're using the proper packaging, um, the right carrier, um, making sure the items are going to right arrive successfully. I would, that's another big one. Um, but overall, I'd say through and through just an effective process, um, not just the, you know, the fulfillment of the order. Um, so that's kind of, uh, yeah, just effective with that. Sorry, I kind of ran on at the you end. Know, one there, thing, <laughs> no, 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 no. I love that you're passionate about it. And I think that that definitely comes through. You know, one thing I believe that you and I talked about because you guys have been our partners at the Brim over the course of the last year. And it's something that we love to do is find people that offer solutions to the companies that we serve. And you guys certainly do that and make revenue growth a possibility for a lot of female entrepreneurs because you take that aspect of fulfillment off their hands and make it possible for them to grow where they could never have a team, right, of 10 or wouldn't even want to, um, to try to figure out the logistics of how to fulfill all of their candle orders or their, right, t-shirt orders. Or can you give us some other examples of some clients that you do business with right now um, and what type of products they sell? Yeah, you know, we work with a wide range um, down to, like you said, 
small candle company or small handmade jewelry company, you know, all the way up to folks that are doing thousands of orders a week. Um, but what's really cool about Nice is we can offer the same level of service for, you know, small mom and pop or maybe a startup um, female entrepreneur all the way through to the top. Um, so we do work with folks in apparel. Um, we do do some food, CPG. Um, and then, you know, we get into um, a lot of like, like I said, apparel and things like that, but really we can fit whatever into our model. Um, and then we just uh, opened up a climate controlled room um, mm -hmm. for folks that do do candles or maybe some products that are heat sensitive um, where we can accommodate for those type of products. Neat. Very neat. Um, another thing that I found really fascinating when we met in person is that you're able to also incorporate kind of the uniqueness of each brand into the shipping process. So kind of talk to me about, let's say they are a, you know, new startup and they really want that individualized packaging to be conveyed and that beautiful setup that they would do themselves. Is that possible um, within Nice Commerce's platform? Are you guys able to accomplish that? Yes, absolutely. Um, that was one of the main things our founders called out was that they were looking to have handwritten notes or other personalizations that... No way. A lot, yeah, that a lot of 3PLs can't accommodate because you, you know, it's difficult to scale and then each client's different. And you got to make sure you can deliver. Um, so we're huge on process. Um, our systems allow us to automate rules and have other conditions where we can really um, make the uh, custom packaging, custom insert, handwritten note, you name it. Uh, we do tissue paper here. Um, we can do it all. So that's that's huge for us is offering that to folks. Um, and it's so important these days to have that that touch point, you know, and have that personalization. Um, we're really uh, happy we can offer that and deliver on it. I love that you guys can do that level of personalization um, because I, as an entrepreneur, I, I, it definitely wouldn't have been my first thought that anyone other than me right? The owner of the business would care enough to put those types of details in place. And so it's incredibly reassuring to know that a partner exists out there that can care about the packaging of my product just as much as I would. Yeah. And, you know, the other side of it too is, um, you know, as, as we want folks to grow with us and maybe it gets to a point where, you know, it's a little too tedious for tissue paper or something like that as we scale. Like we want to work with our clients to find a new solution or even during the holidays, maybe there's a special insert or something seasonal. Uh, we can do that too. So it's always trying to work with our, our clients to figure out what the, what the need and the want is. That is amazing. Um, so let's back up for just a second and talk to me about um, how you guys got to where you are today. So what was, say, the first year in business like for Nice Commerce versus where it is today? Yeah, you know, um, Nice Commerce started, um, and I'm sure a lot of folks have a similar story where uh, they were using a storage unit. So I was not with the company yet, but I've seen photos of 
they had overflow um, in folks' garages, but storage unit was really where they <laughs> mainly operated out of. Um, and then they- um, Like they your were, take on the, the tech guys having their garage. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the doors, the <laughs> desk, the whole thing. Right. Um, but it's so cool because I know that's a lot of clients we work with are moving out of their spare room or moving out of their garage. Um, so a lot, of, I, it's really cool that we also have that story. Um, but we went from storage unit to about 4,500 square feet, um, which is a little big for us back in the day, you know, moving into a bigger space. But um, it was important to have some space to grow um, and quickly grew out of that space um, where we're now in about 45,000 square feet. Um, wow. That we're operating out of. Yep. That's incredible. And how many employees do you guys have now? Um, that, you know, it's so cool. Um, we, when we first moved here into the new warehouse, 45,000 square feet. We did it right before Black Friday, 2020. We mm-hmm. need to just rip the bandaid off, get it done. And there was about 12 of us, I want to say, um, that, you know, physically did the move or helped with the transition. Now we're sitting at around 25 to 30 folks. Uh, We have some part-timers, some other flex work, but um, it's really cool to see that kind of growth in just about a year. Congratulations. And what is most of that growth due to? Is it you're having new clients come in or, you know, do you, I'm sure with that level of, care and thoughtfulness that you have for your current clients, you know, you're spreading the word through word of mouth as well. But what do you guys attribute the quick growth to? Yeah, uh, great question. You know, we were we were looking at the numbers and we we do want to be thoughtful with it, especially in today's world um, where we we definitely um, added staff on the operation side. So um, we added more pickers and some more packers and things like that just to help with the day to day. And we definitely work to stay ahead of the operational demand because we want to be able to, you know, move folks around the warehouse as needed. But ultimately, we want to make sure we're servicing that um, our fulfillment in our operations. So definitely on the ops side first. Um, and then yes, to your point, we did hire more account managers for our clients um, where they have a dedicated account manager for their account. Um, that and Everybody kind of works throughout the building with one another. So uh, if we had to pull an order or double check something, account manager is gonna be on the floor scooting through, um, making sure things are all done, but definitely growth on the operations side first. That's so great. I I love that you're saying that because typically I hear operations left behind, right? It's something that's ultimately picked up on the back end once they have that guaranteed revenue. But I love that you guys did it in the reverse because what we actually find is that the operations to create the systems and processes is what will actually support the growth in a faster way than anything else. So, um, and you guys are finding that success as a result. So kudos to you. Yeah. Um, So who is your ideal client? If you could describe, you know, that, because what I want our listeners to be able to do is hear themselves really represented in um, what you guys do and the ways that you can help them. Because I know that there are women out there that are struggling to get their product in the hands of more people. Um, And 
you know, what we know as coaches certainly is that yeah, we all make the assumption that we are the only person that can do the work and the job and to do it well. And yet that's not actually true. There are plenty of people out there to support you. So um, how can they know, okay, it's time to hire nice commerce and, and, and then, you know, what are the specifics of, of doing that? Yeah, um, I'm going to answer this one in two parts because I do want to hit on uh, both where um, for us, uh, a perf- not a perfect client, but like a client profile that we look at is one that's wanting to work in partnership with us at NICE. Um, that's really important to us as we want to work with you to grow your business. Um, and then the other piece of that is we look at order volume comparative to SKU count um, because we want to make sure that the our partner clients are turning over their inventory um, where they're, you know, they're not leaving inventory on the shelf, which is money on the shelf, right? So we want to um, work with them there. So that's definitely one, one of the boxes we tick during the sales process is looking at that mix. Um, and then the second piece of it is right timing. When is a good time to be like, I need to get in my garage or, you know, not work a, another job at night. Um, you know, I, I think it's really up to the entrepreneur where um, we want to work with you to save time and allow you to focus on growing your business. So for some folks that may be a little earlier, for some folks maybe a little later, um, but I, I, it really just depends on the individual of when they want to get that time back and they want to focus maybe on marketing or the other other side of the business and leave the operations up to nice commerce. I love that. I mean, that's a good, while we can't provide the specifics, it does sound like the breaking point seems to be when their pain of the fulfillment and the shipping of everything becomes so overwhelming that they really can't focus on the ultimate growth, right? That they're spending too much of their time in the doing of the business versus being able to focus on the future of it. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's, it's funny because it's different for everybody. Um, And the other part of it too is hiring, right? Folks don't want to hire that extra person to help them pack boxes or, you know, that whole other arm that comes with fulfillment of e-com orders. So um, yeah, that's, that's also another part of it too, is so that you don't have to hire or even open up a (laughs) storage unit or whatever on your own. Right. And that is exactly where our mind goes is the thought. And I can't tell you how many women that are likely listening, thinking to themselves, oh my gosh, this opens up an entirely new avenue to me for growth because, you know, our vision typically is that's going to require too much work, right? Too much of our risk, right? And too many other parts of the operation that I didn't get into business to be an expert in. Right. Right. Yeah. And ultimately to know that there's a powerful ally out there that can be a resource to solve that problem is absolutely invaluable. Are you running your business like a marathon at sprint speed, but never getting anywhere? Take back control of your business with the BRIMS Revenue Accelerator Program and let expert business coach Sally Holder run alongside you each step of the way. Our new program provides you the tools, strategies, and support you need to increase your revenue and create impactful growth. To get started earning more in considerably less time, follow us on Instagram at The Brim. 
That's T-H-E underscore B-R-I-M-M. And direct message us revenue to find out if this is the right fit for you and your business. Hey, listeners. We are excited to announce the third annual Brim Retreat is happening April 25th through the 27th in Greenville, South Carolina. If you haven't heard, the Brim Retreat is a three-day event led by Sally Holder for entrepreneurs from across the country who are looking to connect, learn, and grow their business. The retreat is full of opportunities to work and learn alongside industry experts and special guest speakers like Jesse Randall, founder of Loeffler Randall, and Carmion Hamilton, winner of HGTV's Design Star, Next Gen. It's truly an inspiring lineup with more being added daily. To get your spot, visit us at growwiththebrim.com to sign up today. Only a few tickets left, so don't miss out. What um, problems then, other than time, do you feel like you help entrepreneurs solve? Because it sounds like you're actually helping them, you know, think through these concepts of operations like the proper order volume, whether they need to increase their SKU count, right? If their inventory is not turning over, you're kind of bringing that to their attention. So, I mean, those are amazing assets that are totally separate from the fulfillment aspect of the business. Yeah. You know, it's, there's a lot there um, where our system um, our warehouse management system that we would work the orders through um, and kind of work the account. There's a ton of reporting that's available. So um, like you said, SKU movement, sales um, forecasting and things like that. Um, and then the other side too is with our operations team here, that's truly professionals and they really care. Um, they can check in items very quickly and get your product into active inventory as soon as possible, right? Because you want that uh, available to be on sale as soon as possible. Um, so there's there's quite a bit there, but I would say like operationally, there's a ton reporting. Um, and then we'll even work with folks um, with like pre-orders or pre-sales. Like if they have like a new product coming, um, they may want to, you know, do a pre-sale to see performance, you know, and then maybe they yeah, can what a great idea. Yeah, that's that's a big one um, that we work with folks on, especially if it's a new product or a new a new line. Um, but there's a lot like we we definitely want to partner and, and, you know, work with folks to grow because ultimately their success is our success. Um, so that's a big one for us. That is a phrase that I love. Their success is our success. So true. That, you guys, is what you're looking for in a business partner. So let's say that someone is listening to this call and thinking, okay, I would love to get started with nice commerce. What would be the first thing that they would need to do? Um, and then kind of describe a bit of what the onboarding process looks like so yep. that they can imagine, you know, getting started um, because it's all unfamiliar to us. Yeah, um, I would say to start, um, we have really great uh, website that just got redone. Um, nicecommerce.com has really great information and then also um, a nice landing page if you did want to fill out an interest form. Um, and has, like I said, some great information on us. Um, and then once that form is submitted or the interest form, and then our sales team would get in contact, um, probably have some preliminary questions or follow-up questions. 
Um, but then, yeah, onboarding um, just takes a couple weeks. Um, I will say we're taking a break since it's November. Um, we're getting into that, you know, e-com time um, coming up on Thanksgiving. So uh, right now we're paused with onboarding till the new year. Um, but that's really because we want to make sure folks are set up for success. This is not the time to flip over to a 3PL during the busiest time of year. So I want to make sure folks are aware of that one. Um, not I, a good time to jump a provider right now. <laughs> I was, I was going to say that is um, probably just as much uh, looking out for them as it is looking out for you guys, because it, it probably could create a lot of disruption in their business. And that's the last thing that you guys want to happen. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny because we want to help folks and we know that it's crunch time and maybe they didn't realize the volume, but um, yeah, we definitely want to recommend the spring 2022. Um, make sure everybody's set up for success there. Love that. So just, um, I'm just curious, what does it look like during the holiday season at Nice Commerce? Is it crazy? Are you guys there 24 seven? I can't imagine what you guys must go through on Black Friday. Just kind of give yeah. us the inside scoop. Honestly, it is it is a well oiled machine. Um, I, I we use machine as like a reference because we you know want to make sure the inputs are there that we have folks on each area and that everyone's you know has uh, the right fuel like coffee right snacks all that good stuff. But um, <laughs> no, it's definitely humming. Um, and it's really, it's a cool time. It's definitely game time um, in e-com operations where you're getting to um, really perform at a high level and be able to push out some serious volume for the holidays. So exciting. Um, where do you guys see the future of Nice Commerce? I mean, where are you headed? You've grown so rapidly. Um, I think in large part due to the philosophy clearly that you've shared with us of embracing the needs of your customers so well and representing them to the best of their uh, their ability and your ability um you know where do you see the company going in the next say 3 to 5 years yeah you know um we are growing quickly which is super exciting um i'd say 3 to 5 years we're opening up other warehouse and distribution centers uh, strategically throughout the United States, because we still want to offer the same nice level of service to folks everywhere. And obviously customers are all over the place. So we want to make sure that they're getting that, that level of service. Um, for us as a team, I think continuing to grow, but main our main goal is to maintain that nice philosophy. Um, it's tough, you know, as you grow that things can maybe go to the wayside or, you know, other priorities come in, but um, it's really important to us that we keep it nice. Um, and we maintain that, that heart and soul that we were really trying hard to, um, yeah, do every day. Um, one thing that I have genuinely loved about getting to know you and your team is that um, you really like each other. I mean, you, and you um, you have this very um, kind of cohesive family-like approach. Um, is that something that, how do you guys continue to foster that even during these yeah. rapid times of growth? What do you guys do? Do you do 
team meetings or how do you make that happen? I know that culture is something that everyone strives to, you know, create a good positive culture, but you guys have it. I'm so curious what's behind that. Yeah, um, culture is huge for us. Um, we do a lot of um, events here. If it's even a coffee morning with bagels, or you know, um, we'll have folks hang out. We have a ping pong table, of, like most startups. You know, culture is everything for us. But I will say to your point about kind of our vibe, like our family vibe. You know, it's rooted more so in team than anything. Um, we have a lot of accountability for one another. We all want to do a good job, but, um, it's definitely more team and performance oriented, um, on that side of it, um, which has been really cool. Um, you know, putting in goals for each person that aligns all the way to the top. That's really important for us. Um, and checking in with one another, because ultimately, uh, we want everybody to be humming and, and performing for, for the, the greater good of the business. And you guys, I promise I did not pay her to say that goal setting has a dramatic impact on their culture, a positive one. Did you hear that? Um, it absolutely does because it makes it extremely clear what the expectations are. And one of my current favorite quotes that keeps coming up over and over is that clear is kind, unclear is unkind. And by Brene Brown, as she talks in her book, Dare to Lead about that. And that, um, you know, being clear about what the expectations are is very kind to your entire staff um, because it lets them know their place within the company and how they can make the impact that they desire to make too. Um, so I love that you said that um, everyone, um, Statistically speaking, 96% of the people listening to this podcast today do not have written out goals. Um, so if I can hammer that home a little more, I'm going to keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are what do you specifically love about working at nice comers what kind of has challenged you and what's um what are you most excited about you know um this is gonna sound really cheesy but um working here has definitely changed my philosophy on how a team can perform and still keep that um like i said heart and soul but like you know maintaining that nice way um, where you can still push and you know do well and measure by the numbers but um it's rooted in just working with good people and trying to push that positivity and kindness out into the world. Um, and, you know, as we grow, I'm excited because I think we got, we have some really great foundation and really smart people that work here. Um, so that's what I'm most excited about is more people to join the team and join in on the fun, uh, both on the client side and with the employee side. Um, it's a really, really fun community to be a part of. Oh, I love that. Um, so as we wrap up, what is one thing that you can tell our listeners if they are listening to this and thinking, oh my gosh, I need now a 3PL and I didn't know it before this podcast episode. Um, so I better compare nice commerce to everyone else out there. What is the biggest differentiating factor? Why go with you guys versus say somewhere else? So they can just in their search right here and now, and they don't need to go and Google other three PLs. They can just go ahead and choose nice commerce. Yeah. You know, I know I've hit on 
the nice way and you know how we really care, but it's backed up by process reporting operations. It is a, we really strive to um, have that in place, deliver on it, and then also make that easily visible and able to pull on the client side where they know what's going on. They can see those units moving from you know arrival on our docks all the way through to being picked and then out the door of the customer. Um, we really, not only do we care, but we're delivering on that and it's all available um, where, again, we want to work in partnership. And to do that, you got to be able to, you know, present on that and make it visible and easy to pull, um, which a lot of 3PLs do struggle with that, that visibility or um, even allowing certain, uh, you know, folks to come on site and things like that. You know, we want folks to come visit and pick up orders and whatever they need. Um, so that's definitely something something different about us. I love that. Transparency is a lot of what I'm hearing too, is, you know, we're going to give you full transparency of what's going on behind the scenes with your product and give you an opportunity to use the information that we're so good at to help you grow. And that just, honestly, it gives me chills to think about is that, um, you know, that you can advance what you guys are excellent at, right? Your zone of genius to the benefit of others. And that's what we're all after ultimately as entrepreneurs is to give our gift to the world. And you guys are doing that in a really amazing way. So I'm so excited to have found you guys and to get to partner with you and just really kind of sing your praises to the rest of the entrepreneurs we do business with. Um, I can't say enough good things about y'all. We really enjoy the brim. Um, it's been such a great experience for us and getting to see and work with some of these female entrepreneurs that are just doing awesome stuff. So excited for more with you guys. And Ryan, who is your, what's his um, title? Yeah, Ryan's our head of sales and marketing. So he is our, if you ever follow us on Instagram or any of our social or any other marketing, Ryan is a true genius, but he's also a true salesman. So he's awesome. And I know some of the Brim ladies remember him from your uh, retreat where he... <laughs> he he's our adoptive male yeah. member. <laughs> so you guys will have to go to nicecommerce.com. And go follow them on social. And that's also at Nice Commerce. Yep. So head to social, follow them there. You can gather more information and be able to see some of their um, work in action. And then go fill out one of those um, forms. You know, I always say to clients, you know, you, you aren't going to know until you gather all the information. So you have nothing to lose by going to their website and um, completing one of those forms to just have a chat with them about making potentially the move over there. So yeah, thank you, Maddie. I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks so much. I, I'm going to plug Ryan's new community real quick. He yeah. uh, just launched... Uh, the nice commerce community where um, you don't have to be one of our clients to be on the newsletter. And he um, works with a couple really smart um, e-commerce professionals uh, putting out like what's a 3PL, what's a 4PL, um, really great content there if you just want to be in the know. Absolutely. I'm so glad you said that. I do remember him saying, um, launching that, I think what an asset, again, another asset um, for people and one that's completely free. Yep, completely free. Yep. 
great. I'm going to get my team on signing up for that <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> I'm awesome. like, everyone could always use e-com advice for sure. Yep. Well, thank you, Maddie. I really appreciate you taking your time and sharing with all of us at the Hitting Rock Metal podcast. I hope you all learned a lot and that this information helps make your business just a little bit better. 